You are now listening to a Los Wise Guys production. What's up, guys? Welcome to your weekly wisdom on the Los Wise Guys podcast, where we reflect on various topics for your amusement. If you like what you hear, follow us on social media, and remember to like, subscribe, and share the podcast. And rate, and review, and pray. I'm one of your hosts, Rudy Cardona, accompanied by the anti-socialist himself, Danny Rosado. How you doing, Dan? How you doing? I'm all right. I just, right. I just came back to normal today. You didn't see that coming, did you? I, I never, you know what? You're such an angry person, I never know what's going to go on with you. Hey, man. Hey, man. Uh, if you're new to the show, Dan, myself, and a third member named Eslam get on this podcast just about every week to give you about anything going on in our lives, the news, the wacky world that's out there. Well, wacky, Eslam wacky do- world. Eslam doesn't, Eslam doesn't like coming here. Eslam, Eslam doesn't, uh, do, I mean, do we mention him anymore? I don't know. <laughs> Should we? <laughs> I don't think so. I think he started his own thing. It's called work. See, it's like we we do the we do the podcast. You and me, we get on here, and then I just think about that Fort Minor song. Where'd you go? Where'd you go, Where'd you go? I need is I miss you. I, mi- I think I it's I'm, I miss you. I miss so. you so. I wanna get some food now. Popeyes I'm looks really hungry. good. Popeyes looks really good. <laughs> I need to know. <laughs> Do they have a dollar menu? Tell me, baby girl, that I need to know. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, music. Like I said, guys, if you're new to the show, Dan Eslam and myself get together every week to talk about random ass shit, some stuff that's in the news, our lives, and you sit there and you take it. You sit there <laughs> and you listen to us for what is just about 45 minutes, 30 to 45 minutes, depending on how energetic, lively, and care we must have. We've, we've been going, we've been going a little over that. We've been good. We've been good. You know, yeah. we we don't have lives. We don't have lives. Anyway, well, you know, so you know, we just we're so busy. Except for Eslam. Eslam doesn't do shit. Well, he's not here because he's busy. <laughs> Fuck him. I'm doing nothing. Man, asked me for Disney tickets. What? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I couldn't get you the, the tickets. Why did he ask you for Disney? Don't worry like, about that. Don't worry like, about that shit. To the theme park? No. Fuck! I look like. Anyway, this week, you know what? You know, smash, smash is already here. If you smashing, smash, smash your woman, smashing men, go out there and start smashing. But the smashing we're talking about is Nintendo Switch, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a, it's a, it's an interesting game. There's a lot of shit to talk about it. First, I want to talk and get Dan's impressions of the game, being that he hasn't played a Smash game since. The N sixty four, the original, the original, the original Smash Smash Brothers. Was it Super Smash Brothers or was it just Smash Brothers? Uh, I think it was Super Smash Brothers. I don't know. I don't remember. All right, Dan. Um, great game, great game. Uh, Which one? Both of them, the original and Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was playing the game, uh, doing the single player stuff. I was doing their World of Light mode. Uh, not a bad game, not the greatest game the world of light thing it's 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 kind of annoying it seems like it's never ending 
uh, very, very, very long. For, I mean, most of it is easy, then out of nowhere, there's a random just like, oh, let's make this incredibly difficult for you. So you got to do that. The whole worrying about the spirits, getting the spirits in there, that's pretty cool. That's that's new to the Smash series, correct? Or, is, or has that been around? Yeah, it's new. It's new. So that's cool where you have Smash, uh, you have spirits that kind of just, they go in there, they enhance your abilities or make you invulnerable to certain things. You do that. I was doing the tournament mode a lot. Uh, I was That was helping me unlock characters. I would do yeah. like quick tournaments and then boom, just come right back out. Boom, a new uh, character is approached. How many characters yeah. in that game? 75? 75. And you have to unlock all of them. Yes. Um, that's a cool thing. A lot of people are upset about that, from what I, my understanding. Uh, I don't oh, mind unlocking them all. I don't mind it at all. Why, why are you upset about that? It's just, you know, it, it, you know, it's, it's more about a Smash fan thing, right? Because yeah. everybody has their character. Everybody has the guy that they want to play with, the guy that they want to mm-hmm. you want to use. So if you have to unlock everybody, it's going to take you a while to get to your guy. And then when you get to your guy, then it's like, okay, well, then I can't stop now because I got to get everybody else. So it's like, and it's 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 just a grind. You know, like, if it'd be different if it was like you're going throughout a story and it's different. But from what I hear, if you do the, the World of Light, it takes about 60 hours. And I'm just, I don't have the patience or time for that. And, well, when I unlock characters in World of Light, that doesn't mean anything in the regular mode either. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's that's, so. that's another thing. So it's like I unlocked a bunch of people in the regular thing, and then I go into World of Light, and I was like, oh, that's right, I only have this many. It's kind of annoying. Mm-hmm. But uh, now, now Dan, mm-hmm. now we 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 did something recently. What did we do? We we did a group thing. You want to tell you want to tell the people about it? <laughs> you want to tell people what we did? Do you know what I did? <laughs> do you know? Okay, now for uh, so Dan, myself, Henry, and Freddie. Got together. We did some things. Yep. Smash-related things. Played Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. That's online. what we did. Yep. That's what we did. Call it what you want. So <laughs> <laughs> Why would anybody call it that? I don't know. Yo, I'm, let's get down with the Smash Brothers Ultimate. I got you. Um, no, so we all played together. Now, prior to this, Henry and I played a couple one-on-one matches where he beat me, and then I came back and I beat him. So he thought he was good, but I realized I just needed to shake the cobwebs off, you know, oil up the rust. You know how it works. Oil up and the rust. Oil up the rust. Shake up the gears. Mm-hmm. Toss the newspaper. Yep. Turn the key in, inside the ignition. That's right. That's right. Bake the falafels. Mm-hmm. You know how it is. Do they get baked? I don't know. <laughs> Probably. It should. It should. Maybe toast try- I, I can't. I, off the top of my head, I can't think of what a falafel is. It's like a gyro. Okay, what's a gyro exactly? Oh, God damn you. Nothing. It's not a cheeseburger, man. It's not a cheeseburger. That's the way I see it. Anyway. That. There's cheeseburgers so, and there's not cheeseburgers. So Henry and I played one-on-ones and we uh, we played the online. We actually tried the communication, the, uh, the chat from Nintendo, and it's horrible. It's absolutely horrible. No surprise there. Just in case you don't know, Eslam, uh... In order to use the chat, it's not a built-in feature on the system. You need to use a smartphone with a smartphone application for Nintendo, which then syncs to your system, which then allows you to cross-chat with people in the game that you're playing. There's no party mode. There's no nothing. You have to be friends. They have to be in your chat, and you have to be on the the, the application. That's the stupidest thing ever. It's really bad. 
for those of you that don't play video games, if if you want to speak to other people on PlayStation, how do you do that, Rudy? You just start a party chat on the user interface of the system itself, mm-hmm. and whoever wants to join can join. There you go. That's all you got to do. Do you have to be in the same game? Nope. Can you share a game over Nintendo? Nope. Can you do it over PlayStation? Yes, you can. There you go. It's just, I don't know what Nintendo's thinking. I have no, no idea what they're thinking. Especially when it's a tablet. Like the, the system is a tablet, so you can't tell me you can't integrate that application. If you could put Netflix on this shit, you can put this cross-chat on that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so Henry and I played it. Uh, we were able to talk to each other for a second. We're playing the game. I'm talking mad shit. After a while, he's not saying anything. I realize that all the shit talking I'm saying, he's not understanding or hearing. There you go. So it just cuts out. One thing so, I, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead, go ahead. I, I just want to say, one thing I noticed is if you want to play online, like, let's say you want to use the, uh, let's say they did have something integrated into the system, one major flaw was there would be no phone jack in the controller. Yep. So it's like, if you dock the thing, you have it in there, where, where do you plug in the phone jack if you don't have, uh, actually, you still can't do it, even if you have wireless, right? Nope, there's no Bluetooth on that. So it would have to be over the phone. Well, actually, they made. That's so stupid. There are third-party oh, yeah, things yeah. that have plugged into the USB-C part of it mm-hmm. that allow you to use it via Bluetooth headphones. Yeah, but how many US- how many USB ports are in the dock? One. Exactly. What the hell were they thinking? The, look, man, this was this was <laughs> gonna happen. This, I'm gonna tell you right now. The, the, we got we got the bullshits. We got the prototypes, and then when Switch 2.0 comes out, it's gonna have everything we need. It's gonna and, have and, chat. and that's one of those where it's like, do I need it? No. No, I don't need it. No, I don't need it at all. Just Built stick with what chat, I have. A bigger chat. screen. What do I need the chat for? I don't know. What do I need the chat for, Nintendo? Talk to me. Let's go to Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. We all played together online. Uh, after you and Henry played, you guys did your thing. Where we called each other. We had a group phone call. Yep. No lag. No issues. Like everybody used to in high school. Yep. We all, got, we all got about a Becky, one phone thing. Yep. Talked about Becky Summers and uh and the and the birthmark on her left nipple. You had a different high school than I did. <laughs> we didn't have a Becky Summers thing. Neither did I. Um, um no, so we all played together. Yep. Dan Dan got his first experience of what it's like to actually play with friends mm-hmm. ever mm-hmm. on a game. I didn't like it. In life, uh, and smash, and see how chaotic it can be when you have four people just jumping all over the screen on Smash. So, Dan, for those of you who don't know, Super Smash Brothers is a game where you take a whole bunch of Nintendo characters and third-party characters, put them on a screen, and have them battle to the death. Yeah, pretty much. That's that's pretty much how you something. Pretty much. So, Dan, what was your your takeaway from playing a four-player Smash? Uh, like you said, it was very chaotic. Uh. You got a bunch of characters jumping on the screen, and once you add in uh, certain things like items where you have assist trophies and Pokemon and other things running around, you have even more characters on screen. And the fact that a lot of the characters are a of a similar size and shape, uh, you kind of lose track of who's who, because there's no like split screen, like old school, nothing like that. It's literally just everybody on one screen jumping around each other. Uh you introduce a character like an Inkling who covers everyone in paint. So now they already look similar enough. Now you have them all the same color. I understand. That's a strategy thing. I, I, I get that. So playing as the Inkling, uh, that makes sense. Seeing how at the end, that's the only thing Rudy was doing. He only picked love, one character over I and over again. Inkling. That's my Is that character. what people do? Is that what people do when they play look, Smash? That's I'll, very I'm gonna, a, I'm gonna get. I'm going to get into the terminology of Smash in a minute. 
after you give your take on what you thought about so it. So we did that. It was fun. Uh, even though it was all chaotic and everything, it was still very much fun. It's it's old school video gaming uh, with friends. It, imagine you're at home, you're after school, you're on your couch, you and your buddies are playing together. It's great. Um, but I grew up. I've, I've, I've passed that part of my life. I don't need that anymore. And I realized I very much enjoy single player more because I don't have to deal with other people. It's just me. And other people are horrible. And Smash is actually made for multiplayer. I understand that now. So I mm-hmm. went back to single player afterward, and it just it just didn't feel right. It, it, it's meant to be a multiplayer game. So I haven't really been playing much of the game after that. I was kind of play a little bit here and there after that uh, session we had, and I was just like, you know what? This is this is gonna be the kind of thing where it's like every once in a while I'll play with friends, and then I probably won't touch it again ever again. So- so to you, it's a multiplayer game where they threw in single player for those single single player people. I guess, but I mean, I'm as single player as you can get, and uh, I I definitely had. I guess I had more fun playing multiplayer, but I prefer the experience of single player. If that makes sense. No, I get. You. I want I want to put it out there. I got a new toothbrush. Great. I got the Oral B. Yep. Pro Health mm-hmm. Pulsar yep. Value Pack. Yep. Got two of them. Just so you know, you should change out your toothbrush every yep. three months. Every three months. Are they sponsoring us? They should. Yeah, especially this, with this commercial right in the middle. Yeah, this thing is amazing. Let me just see, say, see what I put in ads for WWE Network, which is only nine ninety nine. It, it it flows with what we're doing. It kind of I interjected at the right moment, like I did just there, because we're talking about ads. You literally just came out of nowhere and just started this. Well, let me tell you about this toothbrush. Oh, God. Just like how I clean everybody up on Smash, mm-hmm. this toothbrush cleans everything up on any inside remember, of I don't remember you winning much that day, actually. This thing is battery-powered <laughs> and breaks up plaque between teeth. No, mm-hmm. seriously, though. I've never had a pulsating toothbrush. I feel like I just went to the dentist and he just cleaned between my teeth. Mm-hmm. I was bleeding. Like you know how when you like go to the dentist and they get mm-hmm. you and then you bleeding because all that all that that plaque or whatever mm-hmm. it is and mm-hmm. the dry blood underneath you mm-hmm. like I spin it out I felt I felt like I've never felt these pearly pearly yellows be so clean before. Mm-hmm. And that's Pulsar by Oral B Pro mm-hmm. Health toothbrush get your value packs switch out your toothbrush every three months. Don't be disgusting. Yep. Clean your teeth. Clean your teeth. There it is. So back to Smash. What is that? What is that? Of course. Well, of course. Alexa, Alexa got jealous. I was talking oh, about a different product. Man. That's what happens. That's, what, that's fucking Amazon. This is Amazon, Amazon listens to everything we do. Now, nah, but for real though. <clears throat> so yeah, so I mean, Dan got his little taste of that. But you know, it's funny. So you were talking about why someone would stick to one character. This is what we call... This is what is called in the the main. The, the main. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. You're acting like it's a Smash thing. No, it's not. It's a fighting game thing. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize the whole world knew what you were talking about, Dan. <laughs> I didn't realize we were on a podcast out here. I didn't realize the other people in the world need to know terminology, Dan. You, you were explaining it to me. You know damn well you're explaining it to me. Like, How about I you didn't tell, know. tell the people what a main is, Dan? A main is your common character, the one that you use often. But you don't use it that often. Jesus Christ, dude. You, like, you stuck to, to, to Inkling just as much as Henry stuck to Samus. It was... it was Henry, I, he, Henry didn't play with Samus. Yes, he did. 
No, he didn't. He, he's like stuck on uh, Bowser. He played Samus because he kept firing us with rockets, the dick. Yeah. <laughs> he stuck dick. with Samus over he's and over. He used Samus more than he used Inkling. The kid has no, like, he does nothing. He's <laughs> like, oh, I'm winning. Let me throw 16 Pokeballs at you and shoot you with rockets all day. I think I, I, I jumped around a lot. I probably used uh, the same character maybe twice. I think your favorite character is Donkey Kong or maybe Me Brawler. It was the Me Brawler, and I used him twice. He's pretty good. I like the way you use him. I might I might pick up that character. Yeah, it's, no, he's, he's a good character if you get the right moveset down and everything. So but, mains. Yeah. Main, for those of you who don't know, is your main character. No matter what kind of fighting game it is, you need to have... A main that you should have some skill with if you actually take if you plan on taking the game seriously but uh you know let me jump into the history of smash right so i was looking this up uh it was a four-hour documentary on youtube you can go check this out if you want just look up super smash brothers documentary literally talks about it it goes back as far as melee because that's when the competitive circuit started for smash now hang on it's they don't go back to the original the original wasn't used in competitive play. Yeah, but that's Smash, though. Just, I'm, I'm telling you the history, Dan. I don't care about this documentary. I'm talking about, it's a documentary on the competitive nature of Smash. All right, yeah. Not just Smash. If you guys want to see it, go for it. You know, it's a we lie. Don't, we don't, they don't, they, look, Sakurai, Sakurai did a lot of special things with Super Smash Bros. Just in case you don't know who that is, he's the creator of Super Smash Bros. Now, the funny thing is, he never intended on this game being competitive in any sense of the word. He literally, he there's a quote by him. I'm not going to be able to get it correctly, but he talks about how he wants the game to be fun and he doesn't want it to cater to a select group of maniacs. He literally refers to the competitive nature of Super Smash Bros. as a group of maniacs. Oh, I, I get that. I get that 100%. Now, going back into going back to Melee, right? So Melee started as an underground circuit where you got people on the West Coast, people on the East. It actually was very much like the Tupac Biggie rivalry. Okay. You had the East Coast versus the West Coast, the best in the East versus the best in the West for who the best in the world was. I mean, what about the rest of the world? Well, at this time, <laughs> it was like, you know, we didn't have boats to sail across the ocean. So it was just about America. Who was the best here? I mean, the game is made in Japan. Ja- Sakurai is Japanese. Yeah, I <laughs> Did know. Did no but, one care? But let me, let me, like, like I said, this game wasn't intended to be competitive. All right, all right. So this is this is one of the things I love about old school gaming, right? Is that when you found a flaw in a game, you could not change it. You had to use it and adapt. Mm-hmm. So, for example, going back to the original Xbox, going going to playstation 2 going to gamecube there were no updates there was the internet wasn't connecting to the system as often as you wanted to do updates to the games right Mm -hmm. so when you found a glitch in the game you had to adapt to it so one of the things people found in melee was that if you moved your character extremely fast and use dodging and things like that you could actually move your characters at such a speed in which it made the game a lot more competitive and you had to keep up a lot more hence where competitive gameplay comes in so and it's funny because, you know, this that's what was interesting because this game was intended to just be like, okay, fuck it. We'll take some Nintendo characters. We'll put them together. You guys can play with your friends and have fun. Yay. Woohoo. Like, you know, it's like the Wii. You know, everybody's just here to have fun. I like that system. But God, if it wasn't catered to children. Now, um. No, we saw. Now, 
So the competitive landscape in the U.S. was growing. You got the East Coast versus the West Coast for tournaments underground because it wasn't a main <clears throat> big uh, thing until much later. And then you had Captain Jack. Captain Aaron? Jack. Captain Jack was like the best player in Japan. Okay. And so a couple, a couple of the best players in the U.S. invited Captain Jack over to the U.S. Mm-hmm. And Captain Jack started mowing through people. Yeah. But then he got to the he got to the King of Smash, aka Ken. And Ken beat his ass, mm-hmm. and then sent him back to Japan. Mm-hmm. And then later on down the line, they went to Japan and went to go play a bunch of their players. And there was a lot of really good players, but the U.S. players still came out on top. <clears throat> so it really gets into the history of the competitive nature of it. So the one thing I realized, right, was that the melee, in a sense, overstayed its welcome. In fact, they were still having melee tournaments this year. Which one was Melee in Order of Smash? So it's it's Super Smash Bros. Yeah. Super Smash Bros. Melee. No, Super two. Smash Bros. Brawl. Mm-hmm. Super Smash Bros. for Wii U and 3DS. Mm-hmm. Also known as Super Smash Bros. 4. And now Super Smash Bros. Ultimate is 5. Why did I think it was so much more? That's weird. That, right. That's what I'm saying. So this is what ended up happening. So Melee came out... I'm going to say Melee came out maybe 2001... 2002 and so think about that 2001 2002 and they're still having tournaments here in 2018 Mm -hmm. so we're talking about a game that's lived on for 17 years like people kids have been born and gone on to go into college at this point yeah i mean it's 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 not that unusual though look at certain games like quake like you're right there's there's some games that are because of their competitive nature they stay in the now, they stay competitive. The people have been playing WoW for how long now? I mean, it's not competitive, but it's got a big enough fan base that people don't want to stop playing. You're it's right. A but games those, as a those, service, in a sense. But those games get a constant either refresh oh, yeah, or update. upgrade or yeah. whatever it is. Yeah. These are this is the same game. No, I get it. I get what you're saying. Um, so the Smash community, right? So it was. So what I didn't realize, right? When I when I originally got into Smash, around the same time I was into competitive Halo and. You know, that's one of these people. His names are Ken, PC, Chris, Azen. These people were the top of the world. And when I fell off and Smash transitioned, apparently it looks like it was almost as if Smash went into stages. You had the first stage of all these top, top people that I knew about. And then there was a second stage where you have a whole bunch of new, like a new crowded people who took over and started dominating. You got like Mango, Armada, Hugs, Wife, Husband. These are literally their names. And, um,. And they kept the game alive. Like okay. they kept this I game going. I can't stand esports. I can't Why? stand it. What? I, I just, I just, I like, just keep going. <laughs> no, go ahead. What is it? I don't know what it is. It's, I can't understand the the need to be competitive in a video game. I love video games. I do, and I've always been more about the uh, the having fun or sending a message. The whole like, I'm better than you in a video game. It's always been kind of like, you know, good for you, dude. It depends on how good you are at a game. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like that was the thing. Like, <clears throat> I it, it, I think it goes along on on multiple levels. Like the reason why basketball players are so competitive, football players are so competitive, is that they have a higher level of skill, mm-hmm. and as a result of that, they the only way to test that skill is against other skilled people. If you're a common gamer, you're never gonna know what it's really like to have that level mm-hmm. and that intensity and that that need and that drive to win. I mean, when we played Halo, I didn't. I had the fun aspect. I was fun. We were mm-hmm. cool. Mm-hmm. But then I started seeing the competitive nature of it and how good people were, and I wanted to match that level. 
And then, you know, we played the game so much and so often that our skills did increase. It actually increased to a significant amount. I mean, all of us can talk back talk back about players that we played mm-hmm. in casual gameplay that we might have beat that turned out to be world champions in Halo at some point. Mm-hmm. Like, I've beaten a couple of people back in my day that actually turned out to be, you know, Halo champions or free-for-all champions or whatever it was. And, you know, this was me casually playing the game against these people. I mean, so, how do you even keep track of that? I've pl- the very few times I've gone online and played certain games against people, I never knew who I was playing against. I know it says the name and everything, but... Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's just me being antisocial or whatever, but it's always just like I'm playing against somebody on the other side of the game. Like well, I could the, care less about who you are. That was the thing. Like we were so into the competitive gameplay aspect of it that we would be able to, when people, this was back in the day when people made montages of their gameplay, you'd be able to see the names of these pro players that you're mm-hmm. going up against. So when you would go up against that name, you knew who you were versing. Okay. Like now on Nintendo, you need a friend code. So I could literally put, yeah, I have mine as Rudy. I can change mine to LWG Rudy. I can change my name to LWG whatever. Yeah. And and it's just more of a nickname than it is anything. Mm-hmm. So there could be a million of them. But with a gamer tag, it's de- designated to one person. So that's how we knew we were playing like professional people at that. No, point. I know. I mean, I played I played Mortal Kombat X against a couple people online, and that's a gamer tag. And still, at the end of the day, it's just it's somebody else. That's what I'm saying, though, but you probably didn't follow it. Oh, no, I didn't care. Competitive. I, yeah, I, would exactly. just, I would just go in there. It's like, hey, I got I to gotta do my thing. I'm trying to win uh, win this month for the Lin Kuei. I hate you. Oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> you remember that. Yeah. <laughs> um, fucking Lin Kuei. So, anyway. So, the whole point is that so there was a transition. You had a bunch of pros, then it went to a secondary level of pros. And then at that point... It fell off of competitive gaming and Brawl was coming out. And it was funny because I, I was wondering why. I Because I played Brawl. I bought Brawl. This was on the Wii. And I was trying to figure out why I fell off of the game so hard. And then I realized it just wasn't as fun. It wasn't mm-hmm. as competitive. I thought it was really because my friends and I didn't go, each, go over each other's houses that often. Mm-hmm. And at this point, the Wii's online was trash. was completely horrible when you try playing online. Well, the whole system. Yeah, but um, but I I looked at the gameplay and the game was just so slow. The game was so slow; it wasn't competitive in any sense. And when you talk to the the professional gamers about it, they all said the same thing, and they all said that it it looked as though it was an it was intentionally made to slow down the game to make it more fun than competitive. Okay, and that's one thing we've seen from Nintendo. Nintendo's very slow to get on the curve. Mm-hmm. on the curve you know what i mean like when when competitive gaming started making an increase sony and microsoft jumped on the bandwagons and said okay you know what let's do this not only will it help us push our sales of our consoles it's going to help us push our sales of our games mm-hmm. and then if we want to make dlc for these games it's going to help push the dlc for these. i mean think about call of duty or rainbow six Siege. rainbow six siege has been around for like three four years now and they come out with a new season downloadable pack every year, and the competitive people still buy the new packs. Oh, yeah. Well, that's that's Ubisoft not letting games die, too. Ubisoft has this thing. When they make a game, whether it does good, whether it does bad, they don't care. They're going to support that game for years to come. Yeah, but it, but at the same time, they're at least not um, what's it's not monopolizing it. What's annualizing it? Is that the word I'm looking for? Like yeah, Assassin's Creed? L- like, well, yeah, Assassin's Creed is annualized. Well, yeah, not so much now. They're taking one year off. Yeah. So, <laughs> but it's like it's like that though. So like when it came to when it came to Smash, 
Nintendo never jumped on the wagon. Nintendo never realized that, you know, you have this huge community of gamers that love the game. Mm-hmm. And then, so Smash was, so Melee was, you know, dying as a result of Brawl coming out. And then a whole, and then Melee players decided to do one self-organized last tournament in which, you know, it literally brought out every, like, pro player from the beginning of, of Melee's era to come together and play the game. Mm-hmm. And it was so successful that it actually caused... A ripple effect in in esports to the point where they kept the game going, and that's why competitive gaming has still been going on since you know for melee since 2018. Mm-hmm. So like, because like I said, like you have the true gamers. Like, yeah, Brawl was fun, and then the uh, Super Smash Brothers for Wii U and 3DS were fun too. But there wasn't enough of a fan base that really cared about the game. And now I feel like Ultimate's actually turning that around. I don't know if the pro gamers are really going to be into the game that much, mm-hmm. but you at least have the proper infrastructure with the online being good, and then you have a better pace of the game going on, and you have a million people out there with Switches. Mm-hmm. So it's like you actually have the customer base now to push the game. Plus, I feel like Nintendo's actually getting better with their stuff because I feel mm-hmm. like they're constantly paying attention to what's going on, and they're actually going to be into what people call metas. Do you know what a meta is, Dan? No, explain it. All right, so what a meta is is... Based on the statistics and characteristics of the characters in any given game, especially a competitive one, a meta is a certain, in my opinion, this is my definition for it, is a certain time period in which those characteristics make up who the best characters are to play with, what the best ways to play them are, and how's the best way to approach the game. So later on down the line, maybe a month, two months, three months, the meta will change where characteristics of different characters get better, some get worse, some you know get increased range, whatever it may be, and that changes the meta. So as a result of that, it changes how you play the game, how you approach the game. In a sense, it keeps the game staying fresh. Because you cannot keep approaching the game the same way as a result of changes constantly happening to the game. Mm -hmm. So, the one thing we've been seeing from Smash recently, and I think there was an update today also, is that they're constantly finding stability improvements to make the game smoother and smoother. Because I do believe that Nintendo finally sees the market for an esports um market for their game and wants to push it i mean their dlc for characters is 35 dollars, and i've got to believe a lot of people got it first person that's going to be on there is what's his name dan joker from persona 5 now is this a big deal absolutely it's a big deal i mean persona has uh, persona 5 in particular came up out of nowhere there's people like myself who are not fans of the persona series it was out there we knew of its existence but Got a, so many good nods. Everybody who likes RPGs and stuff like that would always recommend it. So me, like many other people, said, let's try Persona 5. We jumped in there. It's great. Think of it like Pokemon, where it's uh, you collect these different like spirits and have their abilities and stuff. Um, and then you just use their abilities to fight other spirits, and you're going through the story, which is very interesting. Now, Joker, in particular, he can, uh, he can control multiple spirits. He's the only person who, mm-hmm. who can do so. And Joker being not a Nintendo property, a specific PlayStation? Because is Persona on Xbox? I want to say it's only on PlayStation. I think it's only on PlayStation. So the fact that you got a PlayStation character right there, I mean... It's, I mean, it's not Kratos, but it's close. You know what I'm saying? It's like you got, you got a PlayStation character in Smash again. No, you're right. So, I mean, that right there is a big enough deal. And one of the biggest deals about it is Persona 5 is not on the Switch. That's true. 
So everybody saw it, and the first thing they thought was, wow, Persona's finally coming to Switch. And then he comes out of nowhere, he's like, oh, he's going to be in Smash. So everybody's extremely hyped about that. And now everybody's thinking, well, how long is it before we get Persona on Switch? Mm-hmm. So And chances are, I'm going to buy that game on Switch if it does happen. Oh, Persona? Oh, yeah. I didn't finish it because I was trying to get some other games, and Persona is an extremely long game. But it's one of those things where I kept saying as I was playing, I was like, man, if this was on the Switch... That'd be so great. And now I see this. I was like, I kind of want to jump back in, but I kind of want to wait at the same time. Like, I'll get it on Switch, and I'll just play it through on there. Yeah, I mean, you and Freddy are the only other people. I think Dan's also, I mean, I think Henry's also played Persona. Mm-hmm. But when I told Freddy that Joker was going to be in Smash, he instantly got excited. Oh, absolutely. Which it makes me it makes me curious to think what other characters could be coming. Because the way that it was explained is that okay this dlc is gonna have five characters that are gonna be coming in over the next year um and from what was been told these characters are gonna be completely new and gonna have completely new mechanics to the game yeah suppose from what i heard it was like since joker was a big moment like when they announced him i heard that reggie said somewhere along the lines of expect all of the new characters coming out to be as big as that Hmm. so i mean what else is there is there crash is Crash Bandicoot going to be there? Is Spyro going to be there? Those are those are two big names that people keep talking about. You know, you know it's funny though. Like we can't we can't limit it to just cartoonish characters. No, right? I, there's you, another. Uh, what's called uh, what's, Snake what's from the, Metal what's Gear? What's the Halo dude? I Master can't, Chief. <laughs> Master Chief. You know, give me Commander Shepard from <laughs> from uh, Mass Effect. I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> See, I don't know if they see, but the thing is, like, I feel like whatever characters come into this game, oh, I can't even say that actually because Ryu, you have you and Ken are oh, from okay. Capcom. Yeah, and I'm thinking, so, yeah. And I was like, thing, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say Microsoft is trying to do. They've been trying to play nice with <laughs> Nintendo. Mm-hmm. So who's to say that they don't have some deal in the works further down the lines? Like, hey, you can use one of our characters. That's true. So and hopefully. I mean, you can use Master Chief on a lot of levels. He's got a gun. You could bust out the sword. Yeah. He, he has a jetpack on his back. Yep. Like, you could really use that. I wouldn't be surprised. I'm not going to be surprised. Master like, Chief makes... Because I heard a lot of people say... What's the... I can't remember. Microsoft people. Gears. What's his name? Oh, uh, Marcus Phoenix. Marcus Phoenix. That's another one I've heard. But I feel like Master Chief makes more sense. Master Chief has way more elements to it. Like, grenades. Yep. He's got grenades. He's got guns. He's got a rocket launcher. He's he, got a backpack. He makes got, sense for Smash. Yeah, he's just that. I mean, him... Crash Bandicoot makes sense with his abilities and what he can do and how cartoony he is. Mm-hmm. I guess you could do Spyro. I really wouldn't be the biggest fan, mm-hmm. but uh, I've. But, I mean, we've seen Charizard and other dragon type characters, you know, do that type of stuff. Um, Has anybody talked about Jack and Daxter? No, no one's talked about that's, Jack. That's and one. That's one that where I I instinctively see it. Like you could have Two Jack characters. with Daxter together. That's you don't have too many dual characters. You have a few, I think. Right? Mm-hmm. Ice climbers. Yeah. I don't know who else. You could have that where it's like Jack's doing maybe his like regular combat stuff, and then Daxter just runs around and does things around him. A lot of people talking about Banjo Kazooie. Oh yeah, Banjo. Being another one. The funny thing to me is that I wouldn't even just limit it though, right? So like, if it's me and I'm going to be expanding, like look at the characters they've added already. Bayonetta is from Capcom. Mm -hmm. Ryu and Ken is from Capcom. Mm -hmm. Why wouldn't you put more Street Fighter characters? Or why not have Dante from Double May Cry? I'm Mm -hmm. expecting Dante, honestly. He's got the weapons. He's got the sword. Yeah, he's got that makes the, sense. the it, it. He's a perfect character for the Absolutely. game. Absolutely. What I think what people want more than anything else is Goku. They really, really want Goku to be in this game. Goku makes sense, but I heard that uh, a while ago Sakurai said that he doesn't want to have people in the game if they didn't originate from a video game. 
But hmm. he also said he only wanted Nintendo people in there. Hmm. Didn't originate from a video game, you say? Because everybody else is from a video game. Goku is from a manga. That's true. That's true. And the problem, you know what the problem is, is that if you keep it straight to video games, then you, you don't limit yourself, though. You know what I mean? You have, like, you have so many options still. Well, once I think once you include someone like Goku, you open up a Pandora's box and a domino effect, though, because then when yeah. you do that, people are going to be asking for naruto and yeah. they're going to be asking for vegeta and they're going to be asking for uh you know uh who's the guy who's the guy from uh that treasure treasure anime oh luffy from one piece luffy yeah no you like once you do that you're gonna what's the game that's coming out that you and henry are really excited for the fighting game jump force jump force so you're gonna have another type of jump force which if you think about it, a 2d side scroller for jump force wouldn't be that bad i i'd much prefer 2d yeah. <laughs> uh, side scroller for jump force I don't, I'm not a fan of the 3D, like, over-the-shoulder fighting. Yeah. I, I can't stand that. Yeah. That's why I like Dragon, uh, Dragon Ball Fighters. Speaking of that, fuck you, Henry. Uh, uh, we're going to have that rematch eventually. See, I don't want to play it because it's not Budokai. Just bring back Budokai. Budokai was perfect. Do, I just want, do you have Tenkaichi 3 by any chance? Of course I do, for the PS2, though. That game that's, is worth, that's my like, favorite. That game's worth, like, $100-plus. Yeah. I ain't giving where, it up. Where do you live? I ain't giving it up. You're that's a, that's up. a game where I'm... I could see myself actually putting in the PS2 one day, hooking it up. Like, I want to play some Tekken G3. I hate you. That's how good that game is. Mm-hmm. There's a reason why it's worth that much. Yeah. Great game. Yeah, I Great hate game. you. Why don't well, you yeah. have it? Why don't you well, have it? I don't know. I don't remember. Who knows? <laughs> Who fucking knows? Fuck you, GameStop. <laughs> but, um... No, nah, man. But it's like I said, though. Smash is just so interesting, right? Because it's one of those games... It's like for for me, Nintendo's sad thing is Nintendo's a two way street for me. It's you're either gonna have games I'm gonna play for a very long time, or you're gonna have games that I'm gonna come back to on occasion. It's mm-hmm. like Zelda Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild. I'm done with the game. I'm probably never going back to it. Mario, I still want to go back and do a couple more things in it. So there's something there. Mario Kart is gonna be a game I play on occasion. Mario Kart. What, what game do be... they have that you will play for a long time? I can't think of anything. Smash is gonna be the one probably. Really? Because I because I can come back to it whenever and play it. Because it's it's not only it's a game that's so unique in a sense that it's so different from any other fighting game, right? So fighting games like naturally revolve from combos, you know, down, bottom, right, and right with square will give you an uppercut or whatever it may mm-hmm. be, you know, depending on the game. Smash is the one game that's not limited by combinations. Mm-hmm. You have to create your own combinations. Mm-hmm. So that means that you will never play the same type of match twice. You'll mm-hmm. never verse the same type of combinations twice. You might be able to adjust better, but this game is not set by any specific standards of, okay, you have 100% health, and once you get down to zero, you die. In this game, the percentages go up, and you have to avoid being killed based off of how high your percentage is. So that's why this game is so different and so unique. So I can come back to it six months down the line and play it like it's it's brand new because the game mechanics might be different. The meta might be different. There's going to be a lot of different things to it. Mm-hmm. But like if I go play Mario Kart, it's going to be the same racing. Maybe See, I'm playing different people, but yeah. the racing is still the same. To me, at the end of the day, because you, you grew up with Smash. I didn't. So mm-hmm. when I look at Smash, all, all I see is Mario Kart. Yeah, like, exactly. It's, it, to me, it's I don't see a difference. Like that's the type of game where I could see myself going back to it in the sense of once I'm I'm over this. Like I, I'm pretty much over the game already. Uh, I might try to go until I unlock everybody, and then I, I might be done, and then I'll jump back in every once in a while. But that's the type of thing where it's like 
let's say one day we're 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 at the studio and we want to record and we have our uh, switches and we're just waiting for whatever and you say hey you want to play Smash yeah I'll we're jump in for, we're, we're waiting for Aslan yeah exactly and he lives there that's a crazy thing anyway yeah <laughs> so there's that and or if I'm at home and like my little sister's here she's bored and I'm watching is like hey I'll I'll put on I'll put on Smash I'll put on Mar- Mario Kart I'll put on something like that I see mm-hmm. these as like hey there's nothing to do let's just play whatever for for a couple of minutes they're mm-hmm. they're perfect in like short little bursts. Like yeah. here, I have nothing to do for a couple minutes. Like jump in and do this. Yeah, it's just that's two the different way worlds. I see it. Yeah. We used to play. We used to when I was a kid, and we used to get together and play. We had two games. We would play Halo for hours, and then we'd switch and play Smash for hours. See, and that's literally what we did. My thing is weird because when I was younger, I used to be able. I don't know if you were the same way. I used to be able. To, I could wake up like on a Saturday, mm-hmm. Saturday morning, pop in a video game and play video games all the way through, yep. like till like late late saturday night i'm talking like two three in the morning something yeah. like that and then go to sleep sunday do it again you know what i'm yep. saying i can't do that i don't care how good a game is now i can't do that anymore because you value time you're old yeah you know you know you're gonna die within the next <laughs> 40 to 50 years so you have to get life in so I, you can but it's like it's it's so weird now now it's just like all right and it's like i think about it like red dead red dead redemption 2 is a game that it's very good. I very much like it. And every time I think, I haven't beaten it yet. I have to jump there and I have to beat yeah. it. And I have to think, well, if I want to play the game, I need to have at least this many hours in. But I know I need to try to get some sleep because I, maybe I have to go to work or I need to do something. And I was like, right, I can't busy. do that. It, it's a whole thing. It's just like, Jesus Christ. I have to think about all this just to play a video game. That's right. You know? When I come home after working from 8 to 5 mm-hmm. and I get home and I know I've got about five, four to five hours of my life before I have to go back to sleep and go back to hell... I'm not thinking I want to play a game for two of those four hours. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna masturbate for like one of them, and I'm gonna watch some I'm gonna watch some Looney Tunes. I'm gonna I'm gonna watch a Disney movie, like a princess you know Princess Jasmine that's while so she weird. rides that's in the a, magic that's carpet. That's the weirdest combination. I'm not saying I'm doing all this at the same time. I'm just saying these are the things I like to do. Okay. Yeah, do you? Anyway, I'm I'm, I'm just too too deep. It's getting too deep out here. <laughs> you know what we're gonna? I want, I want to wrap this up, but I want, I want to wrap it up in a different way, Dan. Okay. Well, there there is one thing I want to mention. So what what is it? Uh, the the world of light specific. Mm-hmm. It's it's their story mode, right? Mm-hmm. Now you know my favorite fighting game is Mortal Kombat. That's my favorite series. Yep. And when they had Mortal Kombat Nine, and then they did X, they had the story mode, which was the greatest thing about those games. Why doesn't Smash do a story mode? With all these characters, you could come up with the greatest story. They could do what they're doing, but just do, give us cutscenes. Like, do something. Give us a reward for playing this long, boring mode. Mm-hmm. That's, anyway, that's what I want to say. Well, the only problem I have with that is how many of these characters actually speak. You, do you need them to speak? Did you play Kirby 64? Did anybody speak? No one did. Hmm. Was there a story? Yes. Technically, there's always a story of Mario. It's like, oh shit, you stole my, you stole my woman, so I gotta go get you. Yeah, but you need something. You need a hook. I mean, granted, Smash is already big, but that's something where it's nobody sits there and talks about how great World of Light is. Everybody's talking about, oh, online this, online that. Do you want to win people over on another aspect of the game? Give us a story mode. Tell us, okay, Kirby survived, and then he has to do the things. All right, we do a couple fights, and give us another cutscene. Oh, Kirby mm-hmm. unlocked this guy. Let's do this. Then you show another cutscene. You hear that? You hear that, Sakurai? Get your shit together. Because no. that's my favorite thing about Mortal Kombat, like, that they introduced. Those no, cutscenes, yeah, me too. It's that's such a good story. Like it. Such a good story. 
Other can't, than that, I'm not a big fan of Mortal Kombat. Can't wait for 11. Yeah, so it looks great. Um, so speaking of looking forward to games, I wanted to end this off with Dan. What's the next big game you're looking forward to that you're going to get hands down or at least you're at least looking forward to it. You want to play it like new game or, or game that brand, I haven't brand new, yet? brand new game. You want me to go first? Anthem. I was going to say Anthem's up there. Is that the one? It's probably the one. It's Anthem is like I really want to play it because of the people who made it. But you do realize it's probably going to yep. be an online yep. multiplayer yep. play with yep. your friends. Yep. Grind it out with your friends. Yep. yep. Kind yep. of game. That's that's why all those things all all reasons why like I could skip it or I could be like, "Oh, let me try it out. I'll do a share play or something," but Simply because it's made by Bioware, and my faith in Bioware is that strong, I'll buy it. I mean, they made Dragon Age. They made Star Wars The Old Republic. They made Mass Effect. I, I, we'll see. I gotta give it a shot. If anybody we'll could see. tell a story in a game, it's them. So we'll they, could, they could take something stupid like multiplayer, something stupid like grinding, something stupid like people, and give you a great story. And it's worth it. Uh, I think the next one I'm the next biggest game I'm looking for is probably Kingdom Hearts three. Okay, when's that coming out? Should be February or March. Okay, around the same time Anthem comes out. Anthem's uh, February twenty second. Yeah, so it should be around that same time. Then probably Days Gone after that for me. Yep, yep. That's that's that sounds good. I think that's a, like a week after Anthem. Really? Yeah, something like that. Oh shit! Look at that. You know, I'll I'll, I'll check it out real quick. I have it saved on my phone. You do that. And while you're doing that, let me talk about these amazing Oral-B Pro Health Pulsar. <laughs> uh, I actually have it right there. Um, Anthem is February 22nd. Oh, no, it's 22nd. not. It's, uh, it's a month later. Days Gone is February. Is uh, I'm sorry. April. Two months. April 26th. And Mortal Kombat should be the 23rd, just saying. And then when is Kingdom Hearts 3? That's not on my list. Uh, my, my list is games I want to buy. Nope. Well, you never played the original, so... I Oh, I have! Ask Henry about that. I was playing the game, and I was talking to Henry, and I was January just... January 29th. Meh. And I had when no is, idea what was going on, and Henry had to uh, share play and teach me how to play. When's Anthem? 22nd. January 22nd? February. Okay, so then Kingdom Hearts comes out first, and then you have your game. Is this supposed to be the finale, or are they, is there going to be a four? Do you know? I don't know. I think it's the last one. Henry will attest. We'll see. I mean, if they do make a four, it, it's what's it going to take? About twenty years. I have no fucking idea. <laughs> all right, guys, that's all we got for you on this episode. We hope you liked it. Go pick up a copy of Smash. Maybe you'll like it. Maybe you won't. Support the Switch. Support the Switch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Brush your teeth. Mm-hmm.